Welcome to the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast, where members of the medical community from different roles, venues, and locations share their unique perspectives on quality healthcare, its future, and how to improve it. Now, from the Your Keynote Speaker Studio in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, here is your host, Rob Oliver. Thank you and welcome to another edition of the Perspectives on Healthcare podcast. We are continuing the Patient's Perspective interview marathon and today's perspective is the third in the series and it comes from Casey Jordan. So without further ado, I give you a Patient's Perspective on Healthcare from Casey Jordan. Hey, welcome. What is your name? My name is Casey Jordan. Wonderful, Casey. And tell me, um, where are you from? I am in Richmond, Virginia. Excellent. And um, Casey, thank you so much for being with me this morning, um, kicking off this wonderful interview marathon, right? And early. Uh, my question for you is just briefly tell me about yourself and your background in healthcare, please. Yeah, I am a podcast host myself, uh, The Pursuit of Evolution. Um, I am a speaker, writer, advocate, all things resilience and self-trust, and actually got into this because of my experience with the medical industry. Um, I'm a disabled Iraq war combat vet, and um, I am also child-free, not by choice. So I've been through a lot of infertility treatments um, without success, and now I'm navigating some other chronic health stuff and back in the deep of all of the medical stuff again while we figure that out what okay and i will take a minute right here and first say thank you very much for your service to our country um my wife has a plaque on our wall that says it's the land of the free because of it's the home of the free because of the brave so thank you for that and um as far as the infertility thing is sometimes i feel like is a a burden that is often carried alone. It's not something that is easily shared with other people. And it's not something, especially um, people that have not been through Mm -hmm. that journey, don't seem to, aren't able to really understand and to empathize with, with the emotional element of that. And sometimes I wonder, and I'd love to hear your comment on this. um, How difficult is it to, to deal with things that are not easily shared, uh, you know, to kind of to have that struggle alone, if that makes any sense. It adds a whole nother complexity to it. So if you're already dealing in infertility, there's a lot of shame and guilt around a taboo topic and like feeling like it's our fault when really it's just medical. It's nothing we did that caused infertility. And so then you add this level of secrecy and it compounds the gate guilt it compounds the shame it almost adds this layer of lying um i'm an open book about what has happened in my life and so it works it was very helpful to me to talk to my friends but there was times where i was waiting to find out if i was going to miscarry or not and i was kind of putting on this brave face for my friends that everything was fine and i didn't have any information even though i knew the information was likely going to be bad and it just compounds all of these already intensely difficult emotions. I, yeah, it's so, 
so challenging. And I, I'll just say, you, I, as far as open books go, I'm right there with you. Yeah. And we went through some infertility issues as well. And it, I mean, it challenges your feelings and experiences as, as a man or as a woman. And th there is blame that goes around, right? To say, yeah. this is, this is your fault. This is, this is his fault. This is her fault. This is, and, and it's, it's not anybody's fault. It's not like, you know, people are intentionally doing anything. It's right. It is part of the circumstance and um, you carry the weight of that with you, which mm -hmm. is, is so tough. So mm -hmm. um, thank you for being willing to share that. Uh, tell me, have you met any healthcare heroes along the way? I would have to say, I think my infertility doctor, speaking of whom, is probably and her whole team, the clinic that I used for our infertility treatments, um, that whole team, I have to give them an immense amount of credit. Okay. Talk to me. What, what makes that doctor a healthcare hero? Her level of commitment to me as the patient, to my husband, to the whole process, um, she very much included us as part of the team. And so when there were decisions to be made, she explained all the nuance of these decisions. She explained what would happen if, you know, if we took route A versus route B, what would potentially happen after that? Um, I distinctly remember one day we were discussing I, after uh, I had multiple miscarriages. And so I think it was after the second one, we were kind of, there was some new information we got from some further testing and we're sitting in our office and she says a big word. And she looks at me and she laughs and she writes it down and she's like, here's how to spell it. Cause I know you're going to go home and Google it. And it was said not in a condescending way, but in a very supportive way. She wanted me to do my own research and come ask questions. And then we navigated those questions together. And then each time I had a miscarriage, her team and her dropped everything to make sure that I was physically and emotionally safe. Sorry. Like I said, I'm an open book. Even if I cry, it doesn't mean I'm not willing to talk about it, but they just always made sure I was safe each time we had to navigate these things. I, Casey, thank you for being willing to, to share things that are emotionally difficult. And I, I appreciate your openness. Are, are you okay to, you okay to go on? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. That, thank you for that. What does quality healthcare mean to you? Quality healthcare to me is really remembering that the patient is part of the team. Um, that this is, and, and I think this goes both ways. The, the patient needs to remember this about the doctor and the doctor needs to remember this about the patient, that we are all in this together and looking for a solution together. And nobody has all of the answers. I know my body and what I'm experiencing they know the medicine and what the textbooks say and how do we work to bring that information together in a way that the patient gets satisfactory results. Yeah. Um, I love, I love your concept of teamwork. How, what does that look like as far as the patient being part of the team? How do, um, you know, what's going on there? Can you talk a little bit more about that concept, please? Yeah. So I spend a lot of time in the chronic illness community. I have chronic in injuries myself and like 
a specific example that comes to mind is um, I've had endless amounts of blood work trying to figure out what's going on with chronic pain and chronic fatigue. And when the doctor comes in and says, your blood work's fine, there's nothing wrong, go home. It is gut-wrenching because I'm still in pain and I'm still exhausted and I still don't know why. And so then when we can come together, that thing of like, I had a doctor, we just did this. She came in, she said, the blood work's fine. I don't know what's wrong. Let's keep looking. Mm. Tell me more. Give me more information on which direction to look on test results on like, let's talk other options. Should we be doing x-rays and MRIs? Like that is being the team is coming back to me and not just saying, here's your answer. It's, I know you don't like this answer. Let's keep looking. What a huge shift in the, in the narrative. Uh, So where you have someone who says, someone who says we tested, the test came back normal. That's all I know. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. As opposed to someone who said, okay, this, we tried to f- answer the question. And mm-hmm. I think is that, the, that's the difference. The yes. doctor, the doctor who is saying, let's try something else is starting from the pe- premise. The question is what's causing the pain. We didn't get the answer here. So let's find, let's look for the answer other places. And exactly. the other, the other doctor is saying, this is, this will answer the question definitively. And this test didn't answer it. So there is no answer. Am I properly understanding that? A hundred percent. Yeah. And a lot of, too, a lot of the, you get in the world of like autoimmune and like, there's a lot of chronic illnesses that don't have a singular test. And so like specifically like with my chronic pain, another part of that uh, just popped to mind was the doctor who said, okay, all your test results are negative. Everything's normal, which is good because it rules out lupus and MS and cancer. And I was like, okay, I can take that as good news and be frustrated that we still don't have an answer. And so like sometimes ruling a lot of medicine, I think a lot of patients struggle to understand that a lot of medicine is actually ruling things out, not finding definitive answers. And so I've spent six years now ruling out lupus and MS and various forms of cancer and like testing and retesting treatments just to see if we work. Cause that's the only way to find an answer. Um, so that kind of modality. What do you wish your medical providers understood about you? Hmm. That medical care often comes with trauma. Um, so after three years of infertility and a lot of like, this shouldn't happen. And this is the worst case scenario. I like went through that again and again. And so now I'm dealing with other medical stuff. And my doctor said, oh, the chances of that happening is so low. Don't worry about it. But that triggers a lot of trauma for me. Um, And so remembering that like the stuff, even with people without trauma, it comes with anxiety. And so making space for your patient to explore a little bit of that anxiety. And so my current surgeon, um, I'm recovering from my major surgery. And I said, I'm really anxious about this thing. And I know you said it's no big deal. And he said, okay, let's slow down and walk through it. Here's why it's not a big deal. And he gave me the logic and different steps. And so I now have that in my brain. So like remembering that I'm a whole human, that's not just going through this isolated event. I might have a lifetime of trauma, of mental health, of all that kind of stuff to add to this conversation. Yeah. All right. Last question for you is what is one thing medical professionals can start doing today 
to improve the quality of healthcare. Ask your patient at the beginning of a visit what they hope to get out of the visit. Because the power of knowing that you're on the same page before we even get into all of the diagnostics, knowing that all I want today is a little bit of relief from my pain, or all I want today is to know that WebMD was wrong and I don't have cancer, or all I want to know is that there's an option. Right. But it gives the patient power, it gives the physician a focus, and I think it gives us all a better basis for communication, which then exponentially makes for better care. Um, it's really, it's putting the patient in the driver's seat. Yeah. Um, and, and it's also, it helps to clear things up for the doctor because there, it's, it's not going to be one of those. Um, I think one of the doctors that I had on previously talked about like doorknob confessions or something where, um, you know, the, as the doctor puts his hand on the doorknob, the patient says, Oh, wait, one more thing. Um, but what you're yeah. doing is you're, you know, you're laying everything out so that from the beginning, the doctor knows exactly what is expected um, of him or her. So yeah. wonderful. Casey, thank you so much for being with me today. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for um, being willing to, to touch on things that are, are truly emotional. I appreciate your perspective on healthcare. Thank you so much, Rob. Best of luck with everything today. Appreciate it. Thanks for listening to Perspectives on Healthcare. Visit PerspectivesOnHealthcare.com to learn more about Rob Oliver or to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If this podcast was valuable, we'd appreciate a review on iTunes. Or if you tell a friend or coworker about the show, that would be helpful too. Join us again next time for more Perspectives on Healthcare.